0: Luke chapter 2, looking at verses 8 through 12. When you found that, say man. Amen. Luke chapter 2, looking at verses 8 through 12. I'm reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. Your Bible should read similarly. Luke chapter 2, 8 through 12. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them. And the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by the sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth cloth lying in a manger I want to look at verse 8 that night they were there, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby guarding their flock of sheep nine, suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared on, among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them they were terrified, ten but the angel reassured them Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all the people. I want to talk about just for a few minutes lifting the low. Lifting the low. This morning across this world, Christian churches are celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I believe in the time in which we live, it is an unfortunate reality that this celebration has dwindled in its importance in many instances because many of us have taken the birthday of Christ and made it less, less about him and more about us. Some of us here today, or somebody listening to us via the online platforms, won't truly be able to enjoy today's service in our minds because we are wondering or perhaps even worrying about whether or not we brought, bought enough presents to satisfy the number of people that we know. Some of us will find ourselves, find themselves. Falling, uh, uh, falling into financial debt and emotional difficulties. Trying to pay bills later that we are accruing right now. Christmas has become so marginalized and trivialized that Christ has been replaced with greed, selfishness, and deceit. And unfortunately, it is even true within the Christian faith that there has been a migration away from the true meaning of Christmas and a running away from the true message and method of Jesus. There is now a slow, methodical march by many of our Christian brothers and sisters towards an ideology which suggests that the gift of Christ is only available for a privileged few and not necessarily for all who seek him. There are some within our faith who rejoice in Christ with our words, but we reject Christ with our works. And I believe that the Christmas, the Christmas season actually shows more of what is wrong with Christians than it shows what is right with Christians. It is a sad state of reality and it is a sad indictment on the sincerity of our Christianity when the day that is set aside to celebrate the birth of the very symbol of Christianity is the time that too many of us prove ourselves to be antithetical to that symbol which we profess to follow. The governor of this great state just dropped off 50 migrants in front of the vice president's residence in 15 degree weather. And I'm sure that he has or will attend somebody's church this morning and lift his voice and sing praises to an immigrant savior. How Christian is that? Just because one celebrates Christmas does not mean that one is Christian. It should not take Christmas for you and me to act like Christians. It should not take Christmas for you and me to show love towards one another because the gift Of love is the greatest gift that we can give. Because it's the gift that he encourages us to give to one another. is love towards our brothers and our sisters. And the last time I checked, that gift was free. Love is simple, but it is strong. It is painful, but it's powerful. Love can bring you tears, but it can also bring you laughter. Love can bring you sorrow, but it can also bring you joy. Love can bring rain, but it also brings sunshine. Love can break you, but it can also mend you. Love can hurt you, but it can also help you. Love can make you fall down, but it can also lift you up. Love can cause you to go hungry, but it can also feed you. Love can make you be naked, but it'll also give you clothes. Love can... time in which we live and it does not cost a thing, not a penny not a cent, not a dime not a quarter, not a nickel not a dollar, all it costs is for you and me to receive each other just like we are just where we are, going through what we're going through and not receive one another with judgment but receive one another with open arms with a sincere heart and love that covers a multitude of sins. Love is what we need. So I encourage us today. I encourage us today to make sure that in everything that we do, we do it in love. Look at this story. Look at me. Look at look with me at this story. And rejoice in the fact that Jesus was born in a manger. And that The angel introduces us to some interesting characters today. We focus our spiritual telescope again at Luke's account of the birth story. And we join the story already in progress. In chapter 2, we are introduced to the shepherds who were working in the fields taking care of their flock. The Bible declares around verse 9 an angel appears to them and makes a proclamation of good news for them. We're introduced to shepherds working in the fields, taking care of their flock. And an angel of God makes a proclamation to them telling them that there is good news now I want to slow down long enough to focus for just a few minutes on the shepherds isn't it interesting that the angel of God stops in the middle of the night in a field where shepherds are watching their flock. This must have been the third shift because it says it was the night. So it must have been the third shift and they were out there in the night taking care of their sheep. And I love the shepherds because when I see the shepherds, I see men who were displaying the importance of dedication. Look at somebody and say it's going to take dedication. To get where you're trying to get is going to take dedication. To, to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish is going to take dedication to do what you're trying to do it's going to take dedication if you think it's going to be easy you need to stop right now before you even get in it because you're going to be upset you're going to be frustrated you're going to be mad you're going to cuss everybody out and you're going to give up because I've come to let you know that it's not going to be easy but I got about 10 folk in here that can testify anything worth having is worth working for right if anything worth having is worth working for. See you looking at somebody who's gone through it and already got it and you want to get it but you don't know the dedication that it took for them to keep waking up in the morning when they didn't want to wake up and keep going to a place that they didn't want to go to and dealing with some folk that they didn't like and didn't like them. But in spite of it all they said God gave it to me and I'm going to be dedicated towards it and I know that if I'm dedicated towards it God will give me deliverance later on. I wish somebody would look at you your neighbor and say it's gonna take dedication. It's not gonna be easy, it's gonna be hard, you're gonna have to cry sometime, you're gonna be frustrated sometime, you're gonna wanna quit sometime, you're gonna feel like God has lifted you sometime, you're gonna feel like you're walking by yourself sometime, it's not gonna make sense sometimes. Sometimes the numbers ain't gonna add up. You're gonna add them again, they still ain't gonna add up. You're gonna subtract them and they still ain't gonna add up. You're gonna multiply them and they still ain't gonna equal. You're gonna divide it, you're gonna go, you're gonna start talking about inequalities and all of that it's gonna take dedication somebody how dedication you got to be dedicated you got to come when you don't want to come you got to sing when your voice is hurting you got to pray when you don't want to ask god to bless other folk you got to preach when you ain't heard from the lord it's gonna take dedication Somebody how the dedication You want it easy You don't want to put no work in You want full time benefits With part time work It's going to take dedication It's going to take dedication It's going to take some Uncomfortable conversation going to take some crying sometime. Reverend Daniels It's going to take some disappointment sometimes but you got to stand and you got to say if God be for me then who can be against me when it doesn't make sense and you're trying to make it make sense you got to say although I may not be able to figure it out I know God's already worked it out somebody holler dedication it takes dedication shepherds in the fields at night Sheep Sheep Sometimes ungrateful Sheep Sometimes don't say thank you Sheep sometimes want to go one way when you know that way ain't the right way and you try to stare them the right way and they turn back to go the wrong way but guess what you got to do you got to keep on staring them to go the right way that sooner or later they'll figure it out and know that I got to go that way sheep don't always say thank you don't always recognize What you doing to help them? Don't always know how you toss and turn late at night asking the Lord please Lord take care of the sheep. Have mercy on the sheep. Watch over the sheep. The shepherds can be frustrated they stayed dedicated steadfast unmovable that's what I love about these shepherds they teach us on this Christmas morning the importance of dedication their jobs were not always delightful but they were dedicated their jobs were sometimes difficult but they were dedicated and the angel teaches us that there are some rewards that come from dedication one of the rewards dedication will get you elevation I know that the shepherds uh, were a strange group to make an announcement about the birth of a king And shepherds didn't run together. You ain't seen many shepherds at the last king's banquet. Kings and shepherds were like all in water. They really didn't mix because a shepherd's job was a nasty job. It was a dirty job. It was a thankless job. It was not a popular job. It was not a job of fame and fortune. It was not a job that individuals were excited about sending in their resumes. It was not the type of job that was plush with fabulous benefits and perks. It was a job that was pretty much reserved for the least of them. The unimportant among us. The insignificant ones. But you do realize that sometimes God wants to bless the ones that everybody else wants to curse. Sometimes God sees the ones that everybody else overlooks. Sometimes God hears the ones that no one else is listening to. Sometimes God uses the ones that everybody else thought was unusable. Sometimes God touches the ones that everybody else thought were untouchable. He loves the ones that everybody else thought was unlovable. He reaches the ones that everybody else thought was unreachable. I wonder if I got about five or six cousins in here that have fallen within any of those categories, but God still uses you. Sometimes God wants to bless those. Who don't mind doing the dirty work. Sometimes your future blessings, Calvary, watch this, are tied to your willingness to do your current work. God has a way of blessing the one that no one else sees. The ones that don't mind getting dirty. Ones who don't mind being overlooked. The ones who don't have to have their names on the program. The the ones that don't mind being overlooked and Uh underappreciated. But I've learned from this story that what those whom others deem unimportant, God deems important. Look at somebody and tell them you sitting by somebody important. Oh, I saw how you sat by me and barely spoke, but if you knew how important I am, you would've said, good morning, how you doing? I'm glad you're sitting on my pew. Is there anything I can do to help you? If you knew how blessed I am, you would've looked at me with a different, you would have looked at me with a different disposition. If you knew who I am, if you knew how much God loves me, if you knew where the Lord has brought me from, you let me reintroduce myself to you. My name, I learned last week, is blessed. You better watch it. Just in case you weren't here last week, good morning, I am I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I, you, you go ahead and introduce yourself to somebody and tell them I am blessed. God has a way of picking up the downtrodden, of mending the broken heart. God is not looking for deserving folk. God is looking for dedicated folk. Let me punch, rewind, hit, rewind. Punch, pause, hit, rewind, punch, play one more key. God is not looking for deserving folk. God is looking for dedicated folk folk because with everything that you can do, have done and will do you still don't deserve the blessings God has given you I wish I had about 10 cousins in here that don't mind testifying. I know I got what I got, not because I deserved it, but because God has just been good to me. I know that I am where I am, not because I've done everything right, because I'm jacked up, tore up from the floor. If the truth be known, there I got some mess, baby. But thank God for God's grace and God. I wish I had about 10 folks that's living on grace and mercy that would just holler out. I thank God for my, his grace and his mercy. I know you look at me and you think I got it all. together. I'm torn from the floor. If you only knew how good God has been in my life, you would shout for me. But since you don't know, hold my mule while I bless him for myself. Tell him I'm not deserving but I made up in my mind to be dedicated God is looking for folks who can testify I don't have it all together I didn't come from the right stock I know I got some issues but I'm still here Lord I, 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 I'm jacked up I'm messed up but I'm still here trying to be better today than I was on yesterday and all I can do is lift my hands and say Lord I thank you for all that you've given me I don't have much but I'm doing the best I can do with what I got may not look like much but it's mine And if don't nobody else appreciate it I'm going to appreciate it And I'm going to give God thanks For what I have Tell your neighbor It may may not look like much to you But it's mine And I thank God For what he's given me Somebody I wish somebody would have heard that And got that in your spirit And just started giving God praise For what the Lord has blessed you with i give you Lord the best shout that I have for what you have given me you say anybody in here that didn't have much but you were dedicated to what you had and because you were dedicated God took what other folk thought was a problem gave you a praise and now you're on your way to a promotion <laughs> tell your neighbor you can look at me now go ahead look at me now but give me about two three weeks. Oh, two three weeks. All I need is two three weeks, cause I feel God about to open some doors that no man can close, and He about to close some doors that no man can open. If you really want to see me, come back in about a month or two. Oh, you think I'm shouting now? Oh, you think I'm you think I'm giving God praise now? You think I'm blessing Him now? You wait till He shows me he has for me I wonder is there anybody that can wave at me as a testimony that the Lord can see your potential yeah. through all your problems yeah. <laughs> is there anybody that don't mind testifying that nobody else wanted the job yeah. nobody else wanted the responsibility yeah. but I knew as long as the Lord was on my side I knew everything else would work out for my good. So I told the Lord, Lord, as long as you are with me, I cannot fail. And every day the Lord keeps on making a way for me and I am grateful. The angel of the Lord shows up, appears to them, radiance surrounding them. They were afraid but the angel reassures them I come to you today with good news because not only not only not only will dedication give you elevation dedication also gets you a revelation the angel says I'm giving you a revelation showing you something that no one else has seen Opening your eyes in a way that no one's eyes have been opened. And I'm giving you a revelation. Showing you something that's between you and the Lord. Making you privy of information that no one has yet. And I wonder is there anybody in the room that's ever got a revelation from the Lord? Is there anybody in the room that the Lord ever let you know something was about to happen in your life? And because he let you know it was about to happen in your life, you got excited about what God was getting ready to do for you. And you can be a witness. You can testify, I am, I am all right. I am good because God gave me a revelation. And I got praise on the inside of me, I got a revelation in my heart, and I got joy down on the inside of me because the lord gave me a revelation he told me to hang in there that everything was gonna be all right he told me not to quit He told me not to give up. He told me not to throw in the towel because it was working together for my good. And I finally learned how to hear him, believe him, and do what he said for me to do. So instead of giving up, I kept on keeping on. I kept on waking up every morning and saying, This is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. And before for I know it everything that God said about my life came to fruition I doubt somebody to give God some praise for the revelation he's given you concerning your life that everything is going to be alright that you will make it through the storm that you're in right now that trouble don't last always that you've got a reason to praise him even in the middle of your problem I wish I had somebody in here right now that would just receive the revelation for your life that unto you on this day a child is born give your neighbor a high five because and let them know Jesus was born again in my life this morning and I see him working things out for me I see him doing things for me he was born unto you the king of kings was not born unto kings, but he was born unto you. He was not born unto government officials, was not born to head of states, was not born to presidents and royalty, but he was born unto you, the shepherds in the field. He was born unto you, the tillers of the ground. He was born unto you the insignificant among us he was born unto you the nameless the faceless the nobody just a number in the crowd he was born unto you the depressed the dismayed, the downtrodden he was born unto you the immigrants that nobody wants to deal with he was born unto you the homeless and the hapless he was born unto you. I wish somebody would give your neighbor a high five. And say, neighbor, you don't understand The reason why I praise him like I do Is because he was born for somebody like me Somebody with problems Somebody with tears And somebody with concerns Somebody that was jacked up Somebody that was downshard Somebody that was depressed He was born unto me Somebody with no roof over my head. Somebody with no food on the table. He was born unto me. A woman with a baby without a lidlock. He was born unto me. Somebody that's been strung out on drugs and alcohol. He was born unto me. Somebody that was friendless. He was born unto me. A survivor. I said, I'm a survivor. Are there any survivors in the building today? Is there anybody? that don't mind testifying i praise him because he was born unto me i am a victim of yes i am child abuse but he was born unto me folks that should have loved me did not love me but he was born unto me raised me when my mama should have raised me but he was born unto me I cried every day of my life but the Lord was born unto me that's why I lift my hands that's why I say thank you that's why I give him glory Cause every time I think about where the Lord has brought me from, every time I think about where the Lord has delivered me from, every time I think about how he walked with me, how he talked with me, how he made a way out of no way, my soul, my soul, my soul. It's happy. Do I have? Do I have a witness here? Won't he do it? Yeah. 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 All the low people, stand on your feet. Give God a holy praise. Tell him thank you. 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 you take he will he will he will Now, watch this, and I'm done. Watch this. The master was born in a manger, which is literally a feeding trough for animals. He was born in a manger because the innkeeper said, There was no room for him in the end. But I believe, I believe that the master was born in a stinky place. Because he knew, watch this, he was God's son. He had the ability to make an end where there was no end. But he knew that on December 25th, 2022, somebody at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church was going to come to church in a stinky place. And he needed you to understand that although you may be in a stinky place, the stinky place don't have to be in you. Right? And that you have the ability, the authority, shucks, the responsibility to rise Above your stinky place and be the kings and the queens that God created you to be he says I was created to be king I was created to be lord of lords and I know why I am who I am and I won't let what I'm in Change who I am but I'll let who I am change what I mean so my Christmas gift to you today my Christmas gift to you today if you are low you don't have to stay low because you and I are the very people that God sent his son to redeem second thing I want you to know that just because you may be in a stinky place doesn't mean that stinky place has to be in you and your manger is a momentary place while you're on your way to your permanent destination Look at somebody and tell them, I may be in the manger, but it's just momentary. Somebody somebody that's in the manger right now, just lift your hands and say, it's just momentary. I'm just going through this thing right now. I'm dealing with it right now. I'm fighting what I got to fight right now. I'm crying the tears I have to cry right now. But I still believe. I still believe. I still believe I'm coming out of this. I still believe God is going to bless me. I still believe that I'm going to make it. I still believe God is putting the right people in my path to help me be who God has called me to be. I wish everybody in this building would just stand on your feet and thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Tell Jesus happy birthday. Give Jesus a birthday praise. Give Jesus a birthday praise. Give Jesus a birthday praise. Give Jesus a birthday praise.